Welcome back to another episode of the Balcony Chatter Podcast, or should I call it the Bruins make the second round, the Celtics do not cast. Let's um, go. I am your host, Andrew McKenney, with my co-host, Tim Taylor, and we're going to talk Celtics today. We're going to talk Bruins today, of course. Um, we're going to talk a lot of different stuff. Yeah. So let's just get right into it. Let's let's talk about the Celtics, huh? <laughs> sure. Why? Why? I know you not? have feelings. I have feelings. I have feelings that my strongest feelings outside of uh, my strong feelings from today are um, not going to not going to name any names. But I saw some people out there saying that if you think the Celtics are going to get swept, you're a casual fan. Are you, or are you like a a fan who actually knows what they're talking about? Sounds like you're a, someone who watches a lot of the Celtics. If you say that, yeah, yeah. Remember Pink Hats? Remember that whole claim of Pink Hats and everything like that? Yes, yeah. of course. Yeah, those people who always thought the Sox were going to win, and you know, it helped that the Red Sox were winning a lot at that time. I'd say sure. a casual fan expects the best. A tortured soul, someone who cares about this team, <laughs> sees the writing on the wall that they're gonna get effing swept. I, I don't I don't know how you could possibly say that they aren't gonna get swept after the last game. Drives me nuts. Drives me absolutely nuts. Not to mention, you should be saying it after the first game when the Nets went 0 for eleven to start from three. Fun fact, that's not gonna happen again, not in this series or in the entire playoffs. It's just right. not. We caught that one moment that they could maybe slip, and we still lost. That was the game. Game one was the game you're going to win. It's going to be a sweep. And it's just funny to me here, like, you're oh, you're fair weather or you're casual. No, I'm a tortured soul who loves this team more than anything, and I fucking know what the fuck I've watched. Sorry, Aunt Penny, there's two there. I know what I've been watching uh. all year. All year. All year. A team with a lot of potential and a lot of talent consistently falls short. And now they're supposed to go up against the Vegas odds, and I'm a casual because I think we're going to get swept? Get out of here. Get out. That's so what I'm mad be, about. I'm pissed. I'll be the positive one. Yeah. I still think that they win one of these games at home. I don't Great. think they get swept. I think they lose in five. But not that that changes a lot. I love but, that. I love that sentiment. Yeah. But do you ex you expect them to win one, right? That was our difference in the last podcast. You expect them right. to take one. I don't. Yep. I don't. I'll be, I'll be impressed if we can steal a game. Especially after they lost the game that they had. I mean, the first half of that first game, they outplayed them, they obviously. They outplayed them, but the Nets were still hanging around. Here's here's the here's the fact about that. The game one first half is the best I've seen this Celtics team play together in the entire year. This is like, Ooh. I mean, minus like Jalen Brown. If Jalen was there, it would have been amazing. Everyone's hitting shots. Everyone's taking smart shots. Ball ball movement. Marcus Smart is getting points. He, Marcus Smart had 10 in the first half. Everyone's doing their job. Functionality's back. Ball movement's back. It's Brad Stevens Celtics basketball. With that, like I mentioned, the Nets were down four points despite being 0 from 11. We can give it our best in a game. They still need to suck. We need the Nets to suck for a game in order to win. Because when they did suck, we still barely won the first half. They're a, a great team. They're a gargantuan team with three future certified Hall of Famers, maybe more. That's yeah. just the facts. I, it's not like a hot take. I don't expect them to win one. I, I like that. I would like them to win one. I'd like them to have as much playoff experience as they can. We're playing a lot of young guys. I like the Pritchard minutes. I like the Neesmith minutes. 
I, it's just the the sentiment that you're a casual or a fairweather for for reading the writing on the wall is asinine. I love this team. I know what they are. That's my thoughts. No, and and I don't think you know I don't think that they win a game because it's it's gonna turn the series around or anything. I just think that getting a game at home in front of a ton of fans and all that. I think you know it, it's just gonna be something that they might be able to sneak one out. But yeah. I mean it. it Believe me, if we get swept, I won't be I won't be a little bit surprised. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll be like, of course we did, but I, I'm just I don't know. I'm being hopeful that they're gonna pull one one game out and then you know, gentleman sweep for for Brooklyn. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, Fournier and and Kevin Durant going at it. I don't like KD. I've realized. I like. Okay. I didn't like KD, and then he left the Warriors, and I was like, KD's fine, and like the burner thing's pathetic, but kind of funny. But like he was just doing, dude. I don't know. I, I'm I'm not gonna call him a dirty player, but just some the way he fell on Tatum and stood up off of him in game one, and the way he's just like walking by Evan, like Evan Fournier, just literally being like, "Don't don't talk to me like that. Don't like yeah. don't be an asshole." He just seems like an asshole out there for like no reason. It's like everyone acknowledges that you're very good at basketball. People are still gonna try yeah. against you, and you seem to be offended by that. He just seems like a right. bitch. I just, I, it's just like. I told you anything but Philly, anything but Philly, and like I'm, I don't know. This this series is starting to make me sick, and I've predicted the friggin' outcome up until this point. It's just it's it's obnoxious to watch. It's obnoxious to watch, and I, you know, I wanted to get into, you know, we want to get into the garden, but now it just feels like something that we can't really touch. But I hope that anybody who's throwing racial racial slurs in TD Garden tomorrow night or any night gets pummeled, gets their absolute yeah. ass kicked. Because I, I I just hate that this is even a fucking conversation. Again, sorry. It's just this, this is a this is one this is one for the ages today on Penny. I just shut it off. I shout out. I shout out on Penny again. I yeah. just I just I hate. It obviously has to be a discussion. I obviously have no idea what it feels like to be in his shoes or anything like that. But I just wanted tomorrow night to be about eviscerating Kyrie Irving, who ran a campaign about how his jersey was going to be in the rafters with his father, who played at BU, who was like, I'll have you back. Tomorrow was supposed to be all about just booing that guy into absolute oblivion. Johnny Damon level booing. And now just with, you know, historical garbage, which is absolutely accurate about the city of Boston. It's just like it's just it's just turned the attention and you know I, as a, as as someone who just can't relate and can't put myself in the shoes a whole part of you know a, a acknowledging white privilege is knowing that you'll never understand what it's like to be black I fully acknowledge that it's just it's it's it, it's a it, the history of Boston I guess is really what's upsetting me today because I just I wanted nothing more the one thing I was going to get out of the series was an untainted absolute evisceration of Kyrie Irving which he which he deserves just for what he did as a human being leaving this team that's it that's it not for the color of his skin yeah. not for anything right. else I want him booed for what he promised for his Nike campaigns for saying his number is going to be in the rafters just I just wanted to enjoy that tomorrow and like it just feels gross it feels gross to want it now and I don't know how to act or feel about it and it's just upsetting because again all this falls on is is really historical racism in the city of Boston you know ultimately it's like you know it's completely fair for him to call that out it really is at the end of the day it's fair I like right it, you know it, and we're we're like I would say we are the furthest things away from any sort of uh what what I'm about to say is you know, I'm not trying to say Boston is 
you know, every other city you have, you have similar things like this and it's very unfortunate and it should, it should absolutely um, not be a thing in the first place. I mean, if you're going to these games to cheer on these players and stuff, you know, you're not going to like players on every team, but it doesn't matter if like there, racism doesn't need to come into this. No. And that's the biggest problem is that, you know, I've seen a lot of people being like, well, you know, just, just because it happens in Boston doesn't mean it doesn't happen everywhere else. Sure. It happens everywhere else. But that doesn't mean it's right. No, yeah. And and it's becoming such a big oh, yeah. thing now where it, it's just, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's not good. I was excited to just like think about sports exactly. tomorrow. And like, you know, I, I'm privileged to be able to just think like that. You know, I know that I was excited to just be able to think like that because that's who, that's my life. I'm a white person who grew up white and has never been at the mercy of millions of people being able to lob out whatever, whatever against them. There's, I mean, th- right. th- this this is a bigger conversation than tomorrow because we've seen the trash. The trash is back. With fans coming in, there's immediate trash. We saw Brody, you know, we're stands of the Russell Westbrook uh, man. We're, we're, you know, we're fans of the man here. Get popcorn dumped on him in Philly. That guy had to revoke his season tickets. He's banned for life. New York, last night, guy tries to spit on Trey Young from the second row, over 50 cent. Literally spits over 50. 50 Cent looks back like, what the hell? Yeah. Asinine behavior. Asinine behavior. Nothing that nothing out of the ordinary for Philly or New York. So I can't blame Kyrie Irving for being like, hope Boston doesn't Boston tomorrow. Yeah. Because that honestly tracks. It really does. Like, I hope we don't too. But when you see Philly dumping popcorn and MSG spitting on people, why do you not worry that Causeway Street might have a burning cross? It's just like, it, it's insane. We finally get let outside, and you, you idiots act like animals and ruin it for everyone else. It's disgusting. Screw well, Philadelphia. That's, that's the problem, right? Oh, my God. That, that's awful. That's the problem is that people have been locked up for too long, and, and not to mention, like uh, like I said before, this has obviously happened in the past for, for years and years, and it's very unfortunate. It should be completely uh, taken out. Yeah, uh, and not ignored. No, and yeah. Right. And no, there should be no tolerance for it whatsoever. But it, it, people have just been locked up in their houses for too long, and they think that they can come out now and and their true colors are showing. Dude, and yeah. it's just it seems to be a little bit worse than ever, you, which is yeah. insane. And even outside of like racist actions, you just like people are just acting like absolute assholes and and like right. idiots. Like I, I I hear it from my friends who work in the service industry. You know, like people yeah. are just like awful to servers, and they were during this when servers had to be in like full-on PPE just to give you a friggin' Coke. Like, it's just, like, the the lack of, like, the people who are coming out of this and are like, finally I'm free and aren't appreciating literally everything around them suck and have no place yep. in society, in my opinion. Just no place. It's obnoxious. And shout-out, I never thought I'd shout-out anything in Utah, but shout-out to the judge in Utah who today threw out the $100 million... Um, lawsuit against Russell Westbrook and the Utah Jazz. I don't know if you remember this, but back in 19, some people were taunting Russell Westbrook on the court, calling him boy. I don't know if if anyone needs to know this. You don't call you don't call someone you don't know boy, especially someone who's black as a white person because that is literally inherent racism built in from slavery. That was a big thing during slavery. Very racist right. thing. Utah stood up 
Props again. Didn't think I'd ever give props to Utah. Props again to Utah for banning the team. Those two, the guy and the girl, sued Russell Westbrook and the Utah Jazz $100 million for, like, defamation and, like, and, like, I don't know, like, damage that they've, like, you know, because people have, like, yelled at them as, like, assholes, you know, basically getting what they deserve. And they're trying to sue for $100 million. It got to this judge in the Supreme Court of Utah, and they just threw it in the garbage. Shout out to that. That's exactly what you should be doing. And F those yeah. people, and I'm glad you're banned from life. You're banned from life from, like, the most racist stadium, in my opinion, but I don't know. Um, so, like, you, you really earned it. You really earned your stripes there. So shout out to that, and, um, you know, just, I just, I hope it's just nothing but sports tomorrow. I agree. I agree with what Kyrie said. I, I was pissed at the beginning of the day. I had no right to be pissed about what he said. He has every right to say it, and uh, and I hope he's right. I hope there is no dumb belligerence or anything like that, but I hope he's literally eviscerated because he deserves a lot of what he's going to get because I think he's a coward for what he did, and I think he's a liar, and I really enjoy hating him and on a basketball court and everything he's done for black lives and everything he's done for society and George Floyd family is nothing short of heroic. Truly. I truly believe that I hate him. I hate him so much, but he's a very good human being. I mean, that's, that's the beauty of sports, right? You, you can absolutely hate a person on the court for what they, you know, how badly they beat your team or how badly they, you know, they mock your team or say things like, you know, Kyrie did. I want to stay here for the rest of my career. I want to do this and that. But to be able to separate the person that is on the court from the actual person in real life is something that, you know, you and I have always been very good at doing. I mean, you have to admit, like, how much do you hate LeBron? But outside of outside of basketball, like, he's, how good of a person is he is and how much does he yeah. give? And Le- LeBron, same, same LeBron thing. seems inhuman with it, you know? Like, LeBron hasn't caught right. a fault outside of, like, the China comments or whatever, you know, LeBron hasn't been caught in any sort of thing in the age of everyone having a, f- a camera in their pocket. Right. When ev- Like, when the goodiest of two shoes are getting caught. Yeah, like, no, you have to ignore LeBron. No, I just... I, yeah, I, I, know, I know that was your point, I just, I just mean, you know, you, you hate the guy when you're playing against him, but you got to realize that things... Life is bigger than the game, and you can hate him all you want and boo him all you want, and then outside of the game, you know how good of a person. Same thing with P.K. Subban. I mean, we've always said that. Yeah. I hate that guy on the ice. Yeah. But every everything that you ever see about him outside of hockey is just giving and giving yeah. and doing everything for other people, and, and I love it, man. I, I He's great. He's he, great. I, I mean, I wish I, he was a B, that. honestly. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say that. So I wish he was a Bruin, you know? Uh, There's a lot of players that brother do that. Panned I mean. out. You know, his brother was seemed like I, I met his brother one night and I called him by the wrong name, which felt great. But uh, <laughs> I called him Marco, Malcolm. Sorry, Malcolm. I know you're Marco. Listening. Marco. Super. How many Marcos do you know? Oh, dude, he had just signed, and I don't. I don't know. Not. Yeah, but like how how uncommon of a name is Marco? Yeah, fully. I don't know a single one. <laughs> no, I know one. I do know one. I know one. Uh, Polo. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> That's my homie, Marco Polo. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. But uh, I, it's funny, though. It, 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 this is such a separate conversation, but I don't, I don't feel that way about Matt Cook. You know, and there's hockey players where I'm like, I, I actually do <laughs> right, hate them right. on and off the ice. But in, bas- oh, yeah. in basketball, it's, a, it's such a different thing. It's, it's such a different thing. And, and I most, mean, in most sports it is. I mean, hockey is just like, you know, there's – it's a gritty game. There's dirt bags. Same thing with football. You know, contact sports. There are some bad people in there, but I mean, look, yeah, there's plenty of bad people, but 
you know. I, yeah. I, I seem to have struck a chord talking about the Celtics tonight. So I figure, you know, now that we've kind of got that out of the way, we've got all the, the other stuff out of the way with the game that's coming up um, Friday night. And I think, as I said, I believe it's going to be a gentleman's sweep. I believe that we, we lose in five, but we win one game, one of the two games at home. And speaking of a gentleman's sweep, Somebody else in Boston just completed one of those by winning four games straight, and I think you might know who it is. Four games straight. Four games in a row. Spanked them the night I said we were going to spank them. The Boston Bruins must be who you'll be talking about, huh? That is who I'm talking about, and that's why we're celebrating. Oh, my gosh. Heard you popping that LaCroix just in time, man. Wow. What a series. I wanted him. I told you I wanted him. I told you if it's put up or shut up, we can't get through them. We can't get through anybody. I have a lot of confidence in this team. That not That's not to say that there isn't trouble ahead, and there's plenty of it. Of course. Um, yeah. You know, you know, we got the Islanders up next, who we didn't handle very well during the regular season. I like how we're playing now. I don't like how they're playing now. Well, well we didn't handle well until we until the trade deadline. And then we played very well against them. Exactly, exactly. I'm not so worried about So that's the team that you're seeing now at all. I have no, right. I have no concerns with that. Excuse me, with that track record. Um, I'm excited for this series. I'm worried about the one after that. And then if we get to the cup, we'll talk about it then. Knock on wood. No expectations. We got a lot of work to do. But uh, you know, I, I feel I feel pretty good against the Islanders. Uh, but you know. I also worry about sitting on our loins, and I hope we're getting healthier well, and everything like yeah. that. But you know, we, we know we know our Bruins, and we know especially this top line and everything like that. They're a big momentum team, and uh, you know the air's been pretty let out. It's I'm sure they're pretty cooled off. I'm glad they're starting on Saturday because um, I was worried we were going to be waiting until June. But you know, great great series win, fantastic, and uh, you know. Let's go. Let's keep it going. Keep the ball rolling. Keep the momentum. So, what I am wor- I'm worried about the same thing that you are is waiting too long. The Islanders are coming off short. You know, they're coming off a high. Obviously, they won the series, and they're coming off a short break, which you know could go could be good, could be bad. You never really know until you see them play. Um, but I, I I also think that the Bruins needed this time to kind of heal up a little bit. That. Washington series was a hard-hitting series and physical and you know some players definitely got banged up obviously some more than others with Miller still being out and uh, got some good news today reading that Lausanne should be back for the second series potentially for game one um, which I'm also a little bit torn on as well because everybody's been playing very well and I'm a big fan of Tenorti in there because he's a big body uh, and and I don't want to see Clifton get taken out because he's been playing well too, he but has, yeah. I think Lozon's a big part of the the team's identity right now. And if you can get him back in there, then that's good. But Miller's going to be the real key for me with going, you know, going as far as possible. I think that if we can get him back either middle of this series, later in the series, or if we're fortunate enough to make it to the next series, if we can get him back then, I think it would really help us in a long run because that's the other thing too. And I don't want to downplay the Islanders because they are a good team and it's going to be a little, you know, it's not going to be easy, but if we can't beat them, we cannot win the cup anyway. Exactly. They're not, 
in my opinion, they are not a team that is capable of winning the cup. Um, and maybe I eat my words here, but I, I just don't see them going all the way to the finals and winning it all. So if you can't beat them, then you're not going to beat anybody else anyway. I think the Islanders lose in four to the Caps. See, and that and that's what I, you know, like I said, I don't want to sound too full of it or anything like that, but I don't think that the Islanders can hang with the Bruins. I think no, that I they either. lose in five. But we still got to show up. Uh, you know, that's right? More exactly. Of the question here. I think. I think. Yeah, I think it's fair for it's, us to say that. And I don't think we're speaking. I mean, you and I are. I don't know. I don't think we're the biggest homers in Boston by any means. I think we're fairly realistic. And but I don't think any non-Boston fan who's a big hockey guy would disagree with the idea that if the Bruins are playing their top-level hockey and the Islanders are playing their top-level hockey, the Bruins have the edge. I you know, think that's it's crazy. funny you say that because somebody had said today, I'd, I don't know if I heard it on the radio or if I heard it on a video online or something, but someone basically said it's the Bruins' series to lose. So they're their own worst enemy. If Tuca's playing well, then the Islanders, you know, if goaltending is both playing to their their best, we have the better goaltending. You know, I, we it's, got the better it's all two. Gonna, right. We have the better Exactly. Three, if you want to take a page out of Capitals book and start three different goaltenders in three different games. Well, and, the, and that's the other thing too. I mean, you kind of called it as where you know, we're obviously, of course, we're Bruins fans, but we are realistic at the same time. Yeah. We had no business beating Washington in in five games. That that should have gone six or seven games no, realistically. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, we we of, ended up robbing the hockey world. You know, we we were looking like the best series. Right, we we were up there for sure. Yeah. But I did not see it coming. I didn't see us winning in five. I thought I. I think I called six. You called seven, maybe, or or actually Spooner called seven originally. So um, we all saw this series going further, and I'm I'm actually glad that it got wrapped up sooner. Um, I know I'm always torn on the did we do we get too much rest? Are we going to be ready to go? But I think that. Sometimes when you start a series and you don't start out super hot because you have all that time off, it's a problem. But I don't think it's going to be a problem this time around because this will be the first game back with a full stadium. And I think that that's going to get the team kind of rocking as it is. Yeah, I agree. And um, it's just fun that it's going to be full stadiums here uh, from here on out. Love that. Uh, I just think, yeah, I mean, you, you leave the door open on the caps and they can they can jump in and shut it on you so we needed to stop that i mean the first three games went to overtime it could have gone either way we could have been up three nothing they could have been up three nothing it's it could have gone either way 100 percent, 100 percent. so i'm excited i'm excited for the series i'm excited for for this playoff run um i'm happy both of our teams made it to the postseason but you know i really you know feels this this is a team that's contending for the cup the boston bruins are a team that is that is there they have the pieces they're contending for the stanley cup and i agree let's see it let's see it it's going to be interesting if we can get through the islanders uh i I just can't wait until you know people got to start playing at a conference that's going to be so interesting like it's just like these guys haven't seen each other all year there's going to be four set i don't know i I can't do the math on it but there's gonna like six sets of series where teams have not played each other at all that's so it could also be you know, you know what else could be interesting is if they do reseed starting in the third round, if, you know, any team, whatever teams make it, 
you could go up, like, so say we were to actually play against Tampa or something like that. We've seen Tampa plenty of times over the years. We know their team. But if you end up matching up with a team that you play twice a year, like, let's say, Nashville or whoever it is, you know, that's a team that you already don't know a lot about in the first place. Now you're really knowing nothing about them going into this series, and you have to play a seven-game series against them. It's almost like playing the finals because you're playing a team from the opposite conference that you don't ever see like you don't scout these guys very often and when you do it's twice a year and you and how how much do you really go in depth into these matchups that you don't get all the time you know right so it's it's going to be interesting no matter what whatever teams make it uh but one thing i did want to ask you about was was the handshake line with with chara how'd you feel about that um it's it's weird weird to see it was, it was strange um I, I, Very weird. I, uh, I, I don't know if this is the right term. I feel bad for Z. I don't know. Me too. Um, you know, he he didn't. You know, I don't think we ever picked up the phone to call him. Um, and just I I told I texted you during warm warm up. So was that game three or four? Or like two dudes, oh, yeah. two dudes on his own team just dumped his legs out and like he got up really slowly and like no one checked on him. Yeah, it was just like, was this an okay? Like people seemed excited about him early on, like like his teammates did, and then it just, I don't know. By the end of it, it was kind of weird and just like, man, I I love Z, I do, but I I didn't I didn't mind seeing him in a different uniform in that series because he was. You do you know, think he's done? I think he needs to be. I don't know if he is. Um, I think he needs to be. He's dude. He's a he's a liability at the blue line on a power play. You know, like he like that's on numerous times where he'd just end there. He'd end their power play because he'd he'd lose the puck. He couldn't keep it in the blue line. It's just there was something. There was turnovers and giveaways, and I'm just like I'm watching this, it, like in the shoes of a Caps fan. Like this is the game when we were like up, and I'm just like watching Chara, and I'm like if I'm a if I'm a Caps fan. I'm like, is he trying to help them win? You know, like some of the mess ups were that, but which obviously I don't believe right. is true. But like, if I'm a no, Cavs fan, I'm of going. Course not. I'm. I, I'd be ripping my hair out over Zdeno Chara. I think. I think he was a frustrating watch for them in the playoffs. You know, he made a lot of comments afterwards about you know he's a very he's a class act. He always has 100%. been, and he always will be. 100%. So he made a lot of great comments about like his experience with Washington and how he's super appreciative and playing with Ovechkin was something that he'll remember for for the rest of his life because of course I mean they're both two future Hall of Famers Ovechkin is a is a superstar you know it's somebody that it's a once in a lifetime guy to play with I mean that's going to be the same type of thing with with Crosby and and McDavid so Chara knows the magnitude of playing with a guy of that like superstardom I mean he's he's a like a Russian Olympic player, he's won a cup. He's he's gonna probably break Wayne Gretzky's goal record. So I just thought that was super interesting. It seemed like he was kind of leaning more towards. He's definitely leaning more towards not playing for Washington next year, as they only signed him for a one year deal. But it sounds to me like he's on the way out. I mean, he did, he was away from his family all season long, and that's probably tough for him because he's very seems like a very family oriented guy. Um, so. I feel like he might be done. 
I think, but I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind him coming back for not to play, but in some other capacity with the Bruins. But I also understand players that, especially playing for that amount of time, you got to take some time off and be with your family afterwards, and then in a couple years or however many years, like you know, come back and do something. Wait, wait, I would just hate whenever he's ready. I, he's got a. I think he's got a job at any team he wants or in, within the league or. I'm whatever. sure. Like, yeah. He's going to... I would just... I would hate to be a fan in the front row behind the bench. That's all I can say. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to see any of the game. No. no, those are the worst season tickets money can buy. Uh, Seriously. Oh, man. No, yeah, I, I agree I agree with that. But uh, I just... I think he, I think it's time to call it. Come be, come be the hero of the North End. Move back to the North End or if he even left and... He didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just come, come home. You can start working for the team whenever. I'd imagine. It's, it's, it, it's, for, it's fork time. It's just, it's forking it time to me. I don't know. I, I'm also thinking, you know, if he were to retire this off season, you'll be seeing his number go up next year. Yeah. I don't. I don't think they wait. They shouldn't. Especially with a lot of these guys that he played with, who are really good friends of his, still on the team and. It would be pretty special for him to get to do that with these guys still on the ice. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah, it w- it was sad. It was awkward. It was weird to watch, and it just like the most heartbreaking part was just that it just it didn't seem like he had much respect in that locker room at the end of the year. And I think he had a lot right. going in, and so that that was strange to me. And you know, obviously, we have no in- insight into the Capitals' locker room. And even if we had someone in there, I'm not sure that they'd need to be extremely lingual to even understand what's being said. Um, I just, I don't know. It was sad. I don't know. It seemed like there was a lot of issues going on with their locker room towards that, especially in that series. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I don't know. You got the captain of your team telling your, the net mind, the only net minder who knew how to play for you. Don't sleep. Um, <laughs> can't say anything was going very well over there. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. But I know. Shout out to big Z. I, I think he needs to call it a career. If he doesn't good on him, you know, he can still play hockey, but he's, he's a liability. He's a liability, I think. Yeah, he's, he's forty-two. Come on, what a year! No, 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 no. no he's, 40. he's forty-four. Oh, my bad. <laughs> okay, he's even older wow. than that. <laughs> Holy hell, Tom, Tom Brady's forty-two. That's right. <laughs> it's time, man. It's time. I just think it's time. Go out. Uh, I don't know. It's the sign a one so a one day deal with the Bruins and let's let's wrap it yeah. up. Drop the puck ceremonially. Let's go. Yeah, it was sad. It was sad, hard to watch, and you know, that's that's about it. That's about all I. That's about all I'm upset about for the turmoil in the Capitals locker room. The rest of it can, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it can keep stirring. Just get my guy out of there. Yep. Which, speaking of, real quick, uh, I don't know if you know this, but Alexander Ovechkin is a unrestricted free agent right he now. He sure is, and he thinks that they'll be able to find a deal. And uh, I, I hope they can't. I don't know. I hope I would love. He's he's not going anywhere. Of course he isn't, but. He also just wants to finish his goal record, and he also probably wants to win. So, imagine if they uh, if they let him walk and they picked up Connor McDavid. How is that? Is he is he about well, to be under? Well, I, I shouldn't say I shouldn't say pick up, but if Connor McDavid, if I were him, he should be demanding a trade any day now. Yeah. And so they take that money and they go, all right, we'll just pay McDavid. It's fine. I never knew this, but a friend of mine who I hadn't seen in a while, I saw him last weekend. Uh, is an Oilers fan like uh, like truly is like his his family's from there, 
And I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I I was too. I watched them blow game two after the Bruins game. Um, after we went up three one. Um, that team is awful. It's they're bad, man. They're Their goaltending is so bad. So bad. Like the Jets, like aren't that good. They, they're fine. They just have, That's it. They're, they're just fine, fine, and they have a pretty good goalie. That's it, right? And that division is terrible. Terrible. Yeah, I, I, I want the Oilers to be relevant. I really do. As a hockey fan, I think it's more fun when you know, right? One of the one of the houses that Gretzky built is relevant, and they haven't been. I didn't want them relevant when Peter Shirelli was there, but that's different. You know, that's a that's just a pure <laughs> hatred. For Peter it's just spite. It's got nothing to do with the city of Edmonton. Just everything to do with yeah. Peter Shirelli. Yeah, I. Yeah. McDavid to the Caps. No, that doesn't. I don't like that. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. No, I, I, like <laughs> I was just kidding. I hate that. But I guess let's let's right before we wrap this up, let's focus back on the task at hand, if you will. Do we? Do you want to give some predictions for this this series? Yeah, I think I think we I think we got it in five. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the same. I think that we win the first two games at home we split away and we wrap it up at home again yeah, that'd be nice for you yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait so you haven't been full capacity yet right that'll be the series we have not in this i think i believe it's like 85 percent, 90 percent capacity not completely full but oh yeah but I that's think a that world that, of difference from 12 to 25 that's full. yeah exactly that that's basically full i think that the only sections that won't be are right behind the bench and right behind the penalty box i think they're still trying to separate the players as much as they possibly can from the the crowd. Yeah. I mean they need to. Which yeah. is fair. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's your that's your uh you know, your talent. That's your money maker. Yeah. You have you have no choice. Also a lot of these guys probably aren't vaxxed yet. Also, I mean like you said earlier, you you have people in the NBA trying to spit on players. I mean, you just can't have That, that. is dude, I honestly the disrespect of that, I didn't even consider how asinine that is to do after after the global During pandemic. This time? Yeah. yeah, I just thought about how disrespectful it was to spit. Not to mention he had to pull a mask down to do it. Right. Trey Young might not be vaccinated. Nope. Neither th- that guy might not be vaccinated either. What? I didn't even think of that part, man. I was just thinking about the the sheer disrespect of it. Oh, not none of it is good. I mean, it's all disrespectful, yeah. regardless of what your reasoning is. You yeah. know, so just people are insane. It's just not right. Like people are out of control. Philly's trash. Uh, New York's got some blemishes. Boston's got some blemishes, and I hope if they show up tomorrow at the Garden, they get their asses kicked. All right, I guess let's go. <laughs> That's all I got. If dude. that yeah, if that know. doesn't get you hyped up, nothing will. Yeah, I don't know. Just yeah, beat punch punch <laughs> racists as much as you'd like hypothetically want to punch Kyrie Irving. That, then then you're on the right side of history, you dumbasses. Uh, anyways, thanks for listening, and um, <laughs> we'll see what happens. I guess <laughs> we'll see what happens. We'll have a nice Celtics wrap up pod for you next week. Uh, take yeah, a look we, into we what we can have, do in the off season. We'll have updates on the Celtics. We'll have updates on the Bruins, uh, and everything in between. Whatever else happens this week, I mean, I'm sure that there'll be some uh, some highlights to talk about, whether it's our teams or not, but. You know, there's going to be something out there. And, I mean, Wayne Gretzky, le- he left Edmonton. I forgot to even mention that. Yeah. 
but that's something we can talk about later on. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I'm excited for Saturday. I'm, uh, you know, I guess I'm going to watch tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Well, that, someone. That's kind of how I knew. That's kind of how I knew when the Bruins series was going to start. Was basically the Celtics play Friday and Sunday, so I think I'm going to get to go to a game on Saturday. Yeah. So if if uh, so if if the Penguins had pushed, it would have been Monday probably, right? Well, we would have played out there, so we could have played Sunday. We got home ice because we we ended the season higher than the Islanders. But they would have switched. But that? Pittsburgh. Well, oh, Pittsburgh no. had more points. Oh, I than just us. mean if they pushed it another game because it was Islanders did four two. So I, like even if it was still the Islanders, um, yeah. So I guess tomorrow would have been the last game, or t- yeah, tomorrow would have been the would would have been game seven, and then we would have played Pittsburgh. If we had played Pittsburgh, it would have probably been Sunday or Monday. Yeah, Pittsburgh so strange. Second seed, yeah. blew it. What are they gonna do? First seed, they were first. Yeah, yeah, it was them. Oh, then yeah, Washington we were two, three. Yep. Shout out to the threes and fours. Shout out. Seating literally didn't even matter at this point. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy. But we will be back next week. We'll have updates. We'll have all that fun stuff. Tim will probably be pretty sad, but we will, you know, fill you in. I just wish I put money on the sweep, you know? <laughs> I don't. No, stop saying I don't, I like don't mean it. I don't I don't mean it. I just, I'm, <laughs> I'm at a loss for. Dude, you're such a homer. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm a casual. Uh <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, be safe. All right. We'll catch you guys next week. Yeah. Thank you for listening. I'll I'll report back on that, too. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. I'm outside. Maybe they'll let me drink beer in my seat at this LA stadium where I have to prove that I'm vaccinated. We'll see. Don't count. I'm not going to hold my breath. Absolutely not. Oh, boy. All right. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you next week. All right, my guy. Bless it all.